Welcome to Zichur Daf Siman Memorabay Ram Goldari, and today we're going to Daf Yid Zayin, the first parak Me'emesai. So the feed-ups we're going to focus on number one. It was taught in the Brisa. Melch Mestaper B'chol Yom, a king gets a haircut daily. Kohen Gadol Me'er Shabbos Le'er Shabbos. A Kohen Gadol gets his haircut weekly from one Erev Shabbos to the next. Kohen Hedyod Akos L'Shosh Yom. And an ordinary Kohen gets his haircut once in 30 days. The Gemara asks what the reason is that a Melch must have his haircut daily. And Rabbi Abba Barzabda said that stayed in the Pasuk, Melch B'yafyo Tachazena E'necho, your eyes should see the king in his beauty. Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzhak explained that the reason the Kohen Gadol must have his haircut weekly, since the Mishmaros change weekly. Rashi explains that when the new Mishmar comes to see the Kohen Gadol and begin their watch Erev Shabbos, he shall appear well-groomed. It's learned that an ordinary Kohen gets his haircut once in three days from a Gezer Shava of Pera Pera to a Nazar. Just as another's hair growth is for 30 days, so to a Kohen should not let his hair grow more than 30 days. Point number two, the Gemara that if the prohibition of a Kohen growing his hair long beyond 30 days is derived from a Nazar, then just as the Nazar's prohibition applies today, so to the prohibition of the Kohen should apply today. The Gemara answers that the Pasuk in Yechezko that mentioned cutting hair is juxtaposed to the prohibition of a Kohen drinking wine before doing a service. Just as the prohibition of Kohanim who have drunk wine applies only when it comes to entering the temple, but does not apply at other times, so to the prohibition of a Kohen growing his hair long only applies when it comes to entering the temple. Since the base of Mikdash does not currently exist, a Kohen may grow his hair longer. When the Gemara points out that according to the Rabbanan, a Kohen is still prohibited to drink wine nowadays, it explains that their reason is that when the temple is rebuilt, we'll need Kohanim who are ready to perform the avoda, and this would exclude a Kohen that had drunk wine. In the case of long hair, a cone could easily get his hair cut quickly and begin the avoda. And point number three, after concluding that a cone can grow his hair long nowadays, since he can quickly get a haircut when the temple's rebuilt, the Gemara asks that a cone should be able to drink wine nowadays, since a cone could sleep a little and then do the avoda. For Rami Bar Abba said, A journey of one meal and a little sleep takes away the effect of the wine. The Gemara gives two answers. Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Bar Abba that a short journey and a little sleep takes away the effects of wine if... One drank no more than a ravis. But if one drank more than a ravis, kol shakane, the journey bothers him and sleep makes him more drunk. Ravashi answered, shesui yai demachli avoda, Since drinking wine invalidates the avoda, the rabbanu goes to the prohibition for Kohen to drink nowadays. Puri rosh, the lamachli avoda, lo Since kohanim with long hair do not invalidate the avoda, the rabbanu not goes to the prohibition of their growing their hair long nowadays. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a brisa, melch mistaper b'chol yom. A king gets his haircut daily, Kohen Gadol Me'er Shabbos Le'er Shabbos. A Kohen Gadol gets his haircut weekly from one Erev Shabbos to the next. Kohen Hedyot Achos Hoshoshim Yom. An ordinary Kohen gets his haircut once in 30 days. They were asked what the reason is that a Melch must have his haircut daily. And Rabbi Abba Bar Zavda said that it stayed in the Pasuk, Melch Be'yafyo Tachazenu E'necho. Your eyes should see the king in his beauty. Rav Shmobar Yitzhak explained that the reason the Kohen Gadol must have his haircut weekly, since the Mishmaros change weekly. Rashi explains that when the new Mishmar comes to see the Kohen Gadol, when they begin their watch every Shabbos, he should appear well-groomed. It's learned that an ordinary Kohen gets his haircut once in three days from a Gezer Shava of Pera Pera to a Nazar. Just as another's hair growth is for 30 days, so to a Kohen should not let his hair grow more than 30 days. Point number two, the Gemara asks that if the prohibition of a Kohen growing his hair long beyond 30 days is derived from a Nazar, then just as the Nazar's prohibition applies today, so to the prohibition of the Kohen should apply today. The great answer is that the Pasuk in Yechezkel that mentioned cutting hair is juxtaposed to the prohibition of Kohen drinking wine before doing the Avoda. Just as the prohibition of Kohanim who have drunk wine applies only when it comes to entering the temple, but it doesn't apply at other times, 
so to the prohibition of a cone growing its hair long only applies when it comes to entering the temple. Since the base of Migdash doesn't currently exist, a cone may grow its hair longer. When the Gemara points out, according to the Rabban, a cone is still prohibited to drink wine nowadays, it explains that the reason is that when the temple is rebuilt, we will need Kohanim who are ready to perform the Avodah, and this would exclude a cone that had drunk wine. In the case of long hair, the cone could easily get its hair cut quickly and begin the Avodah. And point number three, after concluding that a cone can grow its hair long nowadays, since he can quickly get a haircut when the temples were built, the Gemara asks that a cone should be able to drink wine nowadays, since the cone could sleep a little and then do the avoda. For Rami Barama said, A journey of one meal and a little sleep takes away the effect of the wine. The Gemara gives two answers. Rabbi Nachman said, in the name Rabbi Baravua, that a short journey and a little sleep takes away the effects of wine if one drank no more than a revise, but if one drank more than a revise, Koshikin, the journey bothers him and sleep makes him more drunk. Ravashi answered, Since drinking wine invalidates the avoda, the Rabbanan goes to the prohibition for a to drink nowadays. Since Kohanim with long hair do not invalidate the avoda, the Rabbanan will not go to the prohibition they're growing their hair long nowadays. All right, so now we go to our simon for Daf Yud Zayin, and our standard simon is a used car or used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman who unsuccessfully tried to sell a king and a kohen gadol a car as they left the barber went after a cone with long hair who passed by knowing he could always get a quick haircut when needed and was trying to walk off the effects of too much wine. Once again, it's slow motion. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more enough, Yud Zion. The used car salesman who unsuccessfully tried to sell a king and a gong guddle, a car as they left the barber, which reminds us, we learned that a male gets his haircut daily so he should always appear in his beauty. A kong guddle gets his haircut weekly so he can appear before the new Mishmar, Erev Shabbos, well-groomed. And a Cohen has his haircut at least within 30 days. And we learned that from a Gezer Shabbat to Nazar. So the used car salesman who unsuccessfully tried to sell a king and a kong guddle car as they left the barber went after a Cohen with long hair who passed by knowing he could always get a quick haircut when needed, which reminds us the reason that it's not prohibited nowadays for a Cohen to grow its hair long, even though the prohibition of Nazar still applies today, is that the Pusik juxtaposes the Kohen growing his hair to the Esser of Shesui Yain, of getting drunk. Just as that Israel only applies during this month of the base of Mikdash, so to the Israel of a Kohen growing his hair long only applies during this month of the base of Mikdash. And when the Gemara points out that according to the Rabban, a Kohen is still prohibited to drink wine nowadays, it explains that the reason is that when the temples were built, well, Nikohanim were ready to perform the avoda, and this would exclude a Kohen that had drunk wine. In the case of long hair, the Kohen could easily get his hair cut quickly and begin the avoda. So the used car salesman who unsuccessfully tried to sell a king and a kong gadol a car as they left the barber went after a cone with long hair who passed by knowing he could always get a quick haircut when needed and was trying to walk off the effects of too much wine. Which reminds the reason why corn the bun and the Israel drinking wine still applies for a Cohen is that if the base of Mikdash is rebuilt, the drunk Cohen won't be able to do the Avodah. And while a journey of a meal and a little sleep takes away the effect of drunkenness, that's only if he had a revius or a less. But if he had more, traveling and sleep will make him feel worse. So once again, the used car salesman who unsuccessfully tried to sell a king and a Kongadol car as they left the barber went after a cone with long hair who passed by, knowing he could always get a quick haircut when needed and was trying to walk off the effects of too much wine. All right, now it's time for Four Blah Bach Hazara. Dafyud Gimel, so the similar Dafyud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The nervous Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more on Dafyud Gimel. The nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tisha B'Av without washing in hot 
or cold water, which reminds us, Rafa Bar Papa said in the Rav Chista regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day, any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of Avelis, like Tishabab, or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash whether it's hot water or cold water. But where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Rashi explained means is a fast to abstain from pleasures, then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water, it's permitted. So the nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son, washing in cold water. Which reminds us, Rabbi Abba Al-Kohen challenged Rav Chitz's ruling that an Abba was prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the shiva. The Gemara answers that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be makal, given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. So, the nervous bar mitzvah boy, who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son, washing in cold water, that he forgot to include anenu in the bracha of shomea tefillah, which reminds us, Rav Yudah told his son Rav Yitzhak that a yachid who accepted a fast upon himself inserts anenu being golel warofi between the bracha of redemption and the bracha of healing. Rav Yitzhak challenges father. And ask, Yachid koveo bracha asmo meo, Yachid insert a bracha in Shmona Esri for himself? Rather, Bishomeyat Tfilah, he inserts it in the bracha of the one who hears Tfilah. Rav Shesh has also said, Anenu is included in the bracha of Shemeyat Tfilah. Daf Yadal, so the symbol Daf Yadal is a hand and we use a juggler. So here goes. The juggler juggling chauffeurs, juggler juggling, that must be on Daf Yadal, Yad. The juggler juggling chauffeurs while calling out Anenu, Anenu, which reminds us that we learned that the seven last fasts are more chamur and that we're Masreen and we close the stores. We have a Malchokas whether Masreen means we blow the chauffeur during the six additional brachas which were recited on the day or means we recite Anenu, referring to the tefil which is said at the end of Slichos. So the juggler juggling chauffeurs while calling out Anenu, Anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, which reminds us that if rain has still not fallen after the seven fasts, then we refrain from a binyan shel simcha, which refers to building a wedding chamber for one son's chasna, and to an atiyah shel simcha, which is a varniki of kings, which is understood to be a tree that is planted when a baby prince is born that eventually gets built into his throne when he is coronated, or a large shady tree in the royal garden where kings like to stroll. So the juggler jogging chauffeurs while calling out Anenu Anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, said shalom to scholars walking by, who responded with a soft and serious hello, which reminds us that if rain has not fallen after the 13th fast, then cheverim, meaning tamanikacham, don't greet each other, and they respond to amirars who greet them with a soft and serious hello. Dav Tezvav, so the summer Dav Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The heavenly fruit bowls, fruit bowls, that must be more on Dav Tezvav, to Bishvat. The heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy, which reminds us that Rav Nachman Yitzhak said that not everyone is zochet to light in Olam Haba, and not everybody is zochet to simcha. Tzadikim will orav yisharim with simcha, Tzadikim will be zochet to light, and the upright will be zochet to simcha. Rashi explains that the yisharim are greater than Tzadikim, and that's why they're zochet to more. So the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, which reminds us that we put the ashes on the head of the Nasian of Basin before everybody else puts the ashes on their own heads. Even though Rebbe says, When it comes to matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished person. And in matters of curse times, we begin with the least distinguished person. Here, the placement of the ashes on the heads of the Nasian of Basin is a matter of prominence for them. Because the people are essentially saying to them that the Nasian of Basin are chashim enough to ask for rachamim for all of them. So the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, who felt embarrassed, especially with ashes put 
in the place of their tefillin. Which reminds us, the ashes are put on the Nazis and Abbasin's heads, whereas everybody else puts the ashes on their own heads, because it's a greater humiliation for the prominent people to be humiliated by others. We also learn that the ashes are put in the place of the tefillin. Dav Tezayin. So the symbol of Dav Tezayin is toes. So here goes. The sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed. Toes? That must be one Dav Tezayin. The sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the Aron outside on the public fast day with the ashes on their head, which reminds us that we learned the reasons for the various practices on a fast day, such as taking the Aron outside the public square, wearing sackcloth, and placing ashes on the head. So the sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the Aron outside on the public fast day, with ashes on their head, listen attentively to the elderly Shulich Tzibor, who is skilled in the tefillahs, which reminds us that we learned all the qualifications for the Shulich Tzibor on a fast day. So the sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gather around the Arn outside on the public fast day with ashes on their head, listen attentively to the elderly Shulich Tzibor, who was skilled in the tefillos, and responded Amen in unison because they were not in the base of Migdash. Which reminds us that the people respond Amen after each of the six additional brachas, but they do not do so in the base of Migdash. Lefisha ain't owning Amen in the base of Migdash because we do not say Amen in the base of Migdash. Instead, they respond Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuso, Leolam Behet. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ron Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.